Good morning, Mark. I'm great. How are you? Not too bad at all. Well, you've been very, very busy. Uh, Mortal Engines, uh, the Traction Era. It's a, uh, a new franchise uh, that uh, Peter Jackson's involved with as well. How cool is this? Tell us a little bit about it. I- I've seen the trailer. It's like these cities on big wheels. Yeah, do you understand it at all? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, it's like a cross between Mad Max and Star Wars, I guess is the best way to explain it. So the basic premise of the film is that it's about a thousand years in the future where there's been uh, some kind of nuclear apocalypse that's happened that's almost wiped out humankind. And what has evolved from that uh, is that um, the earth is now barren, so cities are now on wheels and they roam the bare earth. And the way that you find food and nutrients is by confronting other cities and fighting them to the death. And basically you just take over the city and then you get all of their minerals and their resources and their people Uh, And that's how life exists. And then um, my character and where we come in is that we're part of the anti-traction league, which we're against anything to do with traction cities. And we defend, there's this one pocket on the earth where there are people that live off the land and they, they have... Uh, trees and all, you know, like the world that it is now. Uh, and of course, all these cities want a piece of that. So we are the staunch defenders of, of, of those people. Wow. So you're like a warrior. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> a badass good guy, <laughs> an eco warrior. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you a little bit uh, scared sort of to go into it? You know, we, we, you know, just the history of Peter and all his team. He's just incredible, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I was terrified, absolutely terrified. <laughs> um, it was it was daunting when I first got there, but then upon meeting Peter and Fran and Philippa and Christian, you just get put at ease because they are the most down-to-earth, lovely, kind people you will ever meet, and it was just like being welcomed into a family. With your character, Monique, did it take ages in makeup and, and dress-up and stuff like that, and then, then do you have to zone in to the character? Um, my, luckily for me, mine was actually quite an easy, um, setup for me. So my makeup and hair didn't take that long because I wore a wig, which is fantastic. (laughs) I only had, I wore a wig and minimal makeup. So I was actually one of the quickest to, um, come through the makeup chair. So I got plenty of time to sleep in and, and yeah. Um, but it, it was a big process actually getting into character because she's so different from anything I, I have ever played before. Mm. Um, so it, it was a bit of a routine that I had in the mornings to kind of really get me in the zone. And then especially with the fight scenes and stunt scenes, it was I was a fish out of water, but hopefully I uh, pulled it off okay. Mm, well, Chris, quick uh, dress and make I bet your partner says, why don't you do that all the time when we go out for dinner? You know, just whack on the I wig know. and we're straight out. <laughs> Yeah, and then straight out, at the door. If, if I had a professional makeup team, I would be ready in five minutes, I feel. <laughs> now, tell us uh, what, what happens at, at Christmas time in your household. We're not too far away from Christmas. Do you have any Christmas traditions or uh, what, do you, what do you plan on doing this year? What do I plan on doing? Well, our traditions have kind of changed over the last couple of years because we've moved over to America, so we don't get to see our family as much at Christmas time. It used to be for me Christmas. It wasn't Christmas when I was a child unless we had prawn curry. (laughs) So for me, you can take your roast or whatever, but my uncle made this mean, wicked prawn curry and it just was not Christmas unless he made that dish. But for this Christmas, um, we get to spend it with friends which is also really nice because the great thing about not having your family around is there are no dramas as much as you miss them. Uh, So we get to have a merry old time in California with 
some of our friends. Ah, fantastic. Now, Big, so far away, <laughs> are you, um, do you, are you a, a Christmas card writer or not? We're only talking about this uh, this morning, about Christmas cards, how they're dying. Like, my wife doesn't write any at all. Ten years ago, she did. Yeah. And uh, we only get maybe two or three. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you do that? Do you still do Christmas cards I'm a, and stuff? I'm a massive Christmas card writer. I, I am all into that. I feel like it's the one time of the year that you can afford to do, you know, take that little extra time and have that special touch. Do you remember, I don't know whether you guys do it, but my family, we used to get a letter from my, my parents' friends would send us a, a yearly letter which had like a rundown of oh, what happened with their family. Yes, month by month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of like, you know, and th- this year, you know, we did this, our son did that, and this person did that, and this is where we went for our family holiday. So I actually want to bring that back in. I'd like to do that for my friends and <laughs> because I'm sure they want to know what's happening in my life. But yeah. kind of, I feel like that was a lovely tradition of having that, getting that handwritten note in your Christmas card from your, your family friends about, you know, just reminding you what, what they did with their life. In the last year. Wow, that's fantastic. Bring it back, I say. Bring it back, yeah. (laughs) Hey, Monique, thanks so much for your time. Have a lovely Christmas, uh, and we'd love to see you back here in Australia again real soon. And uh, can't wait for the movie Mortal Engines coming out, the Traction Era. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, Mark.